Welcome to Discovering Responsible Wealth. This is your host, Frank Congelo. It's a pleasure to be with you this week. You know, as we're celebrating Independence Day, uh, which was yesterday, you know, I wish everybody, first of all, a happy 4th of July. And, you know, when we think in terms of the 4th of July, it's really a time to reflect and to thank all of the people that have done everything they've, they've done for our country to provide us with the freedoms and everything else that we enjoy. You know, you know, when we think back to our forefathers, you know, and the independence that, you know, they've given us, and then all the people that have served in our military, law enforcement, everything else that preserve that, I mean, it, it's a wonderful gift. And, you know, when I think in terms of freedom, you know, I think back to, you know, the real freedom that we got, which was when, you know, Jesus dying on the cross for us who were sinners at the time, you know, and it's one of those of, you know, and he says back then is, you know, greater love is, you know, to give his life, you know, and he did it even though we were sinners, as the Bible tells us. So I recognize that. I thank that. And it's something I think we should keep in our hearts and our minds. So as we're talking about freedoms, I brought on one of my partners from CNA Financial Group, one of our guest hosts. He's a He's a regular here, one of my buddies, Dave Suki. Dave, pleasure to have you on the show this week. Good morning, Frank. Always a pleasure to be here. So, Dave, you know, our topic today, we're talking about freedom, uh, a little on thanks, you know, being thankful, you know, as far as for everything that people have done for us. And so, you know, when I think in terms of that, I always think in terms of the training that you and I have had, which is, you know, about our belief systems. Mm -hmm. And when we think in terms of belief systems, it comes down to those mental stories that we tell each other and, you know, that... It, whether it's true or not, it doesn't matter, but it's true for us. Absolutely. And so I know that you've done a lot of training in this, so have I. And so as we're looking at this, I'll let you maybe start it off just talking about those two areas of life that we can kind of see life through. And I'll let you take kind of take from there, and we'll chat about it. Well, Frank, this we could spend hours on this topic. Um, well, we don't have hours I today. I know, we don't. <laughs> I don't. We don't. And, um, and I'm thankful for the freedoms we have, too, by the way, Frank. That was well said. Um, so if you think about it, a lot of what we believe comes from somewhere, right? comes from uh, some experience we've had or some information that was shared with us or somebody instilled it in us because of their beliefs, right? So, um, so, so you know, it's, it's our behavior and everything, it, it, it got here somehow. Yes. So, so you know how you always say it's somebody else's fault? Yes. I yes. guess it's somebody, guess somebody else's, else's fault. fault right? It's not my fault. The interesting work in that, in that area is do you, are you a viewer of it or are you actively involved in it? And, and when I first started to read and learn about, you know, um, different mindsets, the different thinking that we have, the belief systems, right, you know, one of the things that it's constantly, it's almost like a, a movie reel. We're sitting in a movie theater together and there's a, a movie being played. And we're one of two people. We're either in the movie or we're watching the movie. So I call it you're living the life or, you know, you're by default. Yeah, right. So um, we talk about this a lot, right? We see people, we call it, uh, you know, we break it down, try to simply discuss it in terms of scarcity or prosperity or abundance, right? How someone views the world. And it may just be in, you know, sitting at a traffic light or walking across the street or watching a soccer game, right, or, you know, um, teaching our children. How are we viewing the world in that moment? Are we coming from a place of fear and anxiety, which is typically associated with scarcity mentality, right. but coming from a place of abundance and prosperity, which is usually love and, you know, and nurturing, right? So. And it challenges all of us every day, every second of the day, and everything that we do, right? And for some people, 
you know, they have a nice blend. Sometimes they can be in one and the other, or it's, and then we have people that can be extreme, which is, you know, they can be extreme to one side or, or the other. And it's something that part of I always say that we have to do is think about what we're thinking about and why do we tell ourselves some right. of the stories that we're telling ourselves. And what happens is we tell ourselves that story long enough. We start to believe we it. We certainly do. And then our actions follow after that, and then, you know, we get those results. You know, you know, it's interesting is uh, Simon Sinek came out with a book um, a few years back, and the, the book is Start With Why. And so the high, whole idea behind that is is that if you have a big enough why, then you'll add the what and then the how to do it afterwards of whatever it is that you're trying to accomplish in life. And the, what happens with a lot of us is, is that we don't really understand why we're doing certain things, why we believe certain things, but for us it happens to be true. And when I say it happens to be true, it's it's no different than, you know, and although you and I specialize in money and finance and mm-hmm. we talk about it all day long, which we'll add that at the end of the show because mm-hmm. it is discovering responsible wealth. Yep. But what will happen is is that I can talk to people about even diet, and what will happen is is they'll say, well, you know, I'm just heavy. Okay, and they'll say that enough to what will happen is their actions will always be around what would someone heavy do. So it's like, yeah, I'll take the double pounder, quarter pounder with cheese, <laughs> uh, yeah, supersize it, and, and I'll be doing all of those things and go, well, I'm heavy. I'm naturally yeah. – and it, but their actions then support it so that it's true. And if you, if you see those success stories, right, there's a lot of them available to us now online, TV shows about it, right, the, the books written about it. What is the biggest breakthrough they have? It's not even the weight they lost. It's the mentality. It's the way they view the world, right? And then how they're how they're being or who they're being once they're finished. They they feel like they're finally living their life, and that's a mentality thing more than it even. Don't get me wrong, the, the losing the weight they feel better, obviously, but right. but it's it's a breakthrough emotionally and mentally. You know, what's interesting is um, I've had one of uh, one of the guys that we work with one day who was at a seminar. And he came back and he goes, Frank, he goes, there's three words that if you just reverse them, you know, kind of, you know, gives you perspective. And, you know, the words are have, do, and be. And most of us will think, well, if I have this, then I'll do this, and this will be the person that I'll be. And that's kind of what goes on, which is, well, geez, if I have that extra money, then I'll do this, and I'll be a better person, or I'll be happier. Be happier, yeah. And if you just reverse the words, which is why not be happier, do the things you're going to do, okay, and then what will happen is is you know, you'll end you'll up with the result. You'll have it at the end. So you just change it, which is be the person and start acting the person that you're trying to be, you know, act out of love. And so when we get back to that, you know, those two mentalities, which is scarcity or abundance, a lot of us, you know, when we get in that scarcity mentality, we start building a story behind it, and it almost becomes the excuse as to why am I like that. Yes. Yes. Okay. It justifies it to us. Yeah. So. Yeah. And there's – Frank, there's books written and studies. You know, uh, we have a great friend, both of us, Steve D'Annunzio is his name. And Steve, you know, taught me years ago about a concept called the one-degree shift and how if you implement one degree of shift in your life in any aspect, it could be in, you know, how many times you tell your wife you love her. Or you're, you know, how many times, you know, you you have a cup of coffee in the day. If you want to change something, try to change it one degree at a time. And over time, it'll get changed. 
you know. So that thinking, I would challenge people today if they're listening, if they feel they're in fear, anxiety, or scarcity, where they're feeling that, um, yeah, try try to feel one less minute a day. You know, try to sit in prayer or, you know, call a person that you know is always a positive reinforcement in their life. And um, you see it happen. We see it all the time. In the work that we do, people think we're in the financial business, which we are. But we're really in the coaching business. We're in the coaching business, and we see it. You know, it's interesting is, you know, when we look at it that way, which is, you know, there's a lot of uh, aspects of finance that you can deal with. We all know that we should save more. We know that we should be responsible with our wealth. Uh, yep. That's the name of the show, which is make good decisions around it and so forth. Well, what happens is it all starts out as real easy, okay, because it sounds, oh, that just makes so much sense. It's common sense. Yep. And what happens, though, is that over a period of time, we start falling back to old ways. You know, so we start out, I got a budget. Maybe I put a budget in place at the beginning of the year. And then next thing you know is it's like, well, I start coming off the budget a little bit. Then I forgot what the budget even looked like. I don't know what draw it was even in. I, and <laughs> next thing you know is now all of a sudden I'm going the opposite way. And so what happens is is now anxiety starts again. And so what happens is I start living more in fear, scarcity. Yeah. And I start thinking yeah. about, you know, I'm in debt. I'm doing some emotional spending, okay, and I could even be doing some what I call comfort eating, which is because I'm getting stressed out now. Now I'm eating. That's that's me, the old Italian way, which is I can eat my way out of any situation. But you know what happens is, is we start doing these things, and those are some of the issues that when we think in terms of freedom and we talk about independence, it's like. Well, you live in the greatest country in the Absolutely. world. Absolutely. Yeah. And when we think about that, you know, it's interesting. My wife and I just got back from Ireland, and I, I must say is they're some of the nicest people that I've ever met and that I've ever encountered. Um, and when you travel abroad, whether it be, you know, another country or whatever, you always meet nice people. And then, you know, people will sit there and they'll look at our country and go, oh, I wish we were more like this. And, we are. and I laugh and I go, you have so much more freedom and so many more opportunities. What happens is, is sometimes you may just be sur- surrounding yourself with people that think wrong, yeah. okay, where they've gotten a little bit out, which is because they have a scarcity mentality. They're thinking in terms of they need more of everything for them, okay? And so what's happening is you're saying, why? Why aren't people a little bit more genuine? And that's where the problem starts. So, you know, when we look at it, we say, you know what, if we can be a little bit more on the abundance side, which is where we like to really bring everybody to, which is to think in the world of possibility. There's plenty to go around, okay? Abundance changes how you see the world. It changes how you carry yourself, okay? You know, it's like if you ever met two people, if they were coming in for a job, one person comes in real confident, all about it, Mm -hmm. and the other person's coming in fear, anxiety. Naturally, who do you hire? And so what happens is, is you have to start to identify that and start talking about it. So, maybe well, And, Frank, I think the biggest challenge or the big experience I had was I didn't know what I didn't know. Well, that's a great one. I was sleepwalking. I mean, I was walking, but I was just asleep until somebody and, and you know, you, your influence, some other mentors in my life. St- I started to educate myself more. You know, how do we think? Why do we think that way? Where does this come from? And then identifying, okay, First of all, here's what I didn't know, and I'm learning that that information and then applying it. And then, as you mentioned before, you know, it, it's constant. It's a constant. It's not, oh, I just do it and I'm, I'm set for life. No, it's all of us. None of us are perfect, you know. I mean, we all have to work at this every day. And who you're being is something you actually can control. 
you know what you're how you're act, treating people, how you're acting, and 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 whatnot. So the freedoms of our country are a great example because how many times, Frank, you're involved in conversations and most of the conversations complaining. Oh, we hear a lot, lot of people complain, right? I just you know it's interesting. Both my kids go to CrossFit and I saw that they had these like pinkish uh, bands on their wrists. And they made this commitment that, you know, if they don't complain in the course of the day, it stays on the left hand. But if they make a complaint or something <laughs> like that, they got to switch it to the right. So it's one of those of it's just well, being becoming conscious of what you think about. Yep. yep. You, you know, and, and when we talk about, you know, what we thought think about, it was interesting. I had a um, graduation party. Those are, there are a lot of those going around right now. Yes. And I had my niece recently graduated high school. So she's getting ready to go to college. And so I'm chatting with her at a party. And I said, so how do you feel? And she goes, nervous and so i said that's a good thing and she looked at me and, I, and she goes what do you mean and i said let me explain something to you you never grow when you're comfortable mm-hmm. i said it always takes discomfort for you to grow mm-hmm. and we'll always have some anxiety and this is what we have to realize there's always anxiety and discomfort always. before there's growth yes so if you're always looking to be comfortable growth never kicks in and it doesn't kick in health-wise, relationship-wise, financially. In other words, if, if you know, think of it. If if you just keep spending every dollar, you're comfortable, right? So yep. you end up broke at retirement. Yep. On the other side of that, if I said, hey, I want you to start putting away $100 a week or whatever the case might be, that's going to be uncomfortable until you get in the habit of doing it, and then it's okay, just like exercise. And since we're on the you know our July 4th weekend here celebration, Boy, if a lot of previous Americans remained comfortable, where would we be today? You got it. Right? Yeah, a lot they, of those they, battles they, they stayed fought, back where they were. And those dreams they had and the inspirations and the actions they took around those, of, you know, um, is a part of who we are as human beings. But, yeah, well said, Frank. I think that, that none of us actually, or most of us, I should say, don't enjoy the anxiety. Right? I think there are a few that actually do. I've met a few of those guys, but they're different. <laughs> um, we don't really enjoy it, but we enjoy the results and the change or the growth that we have, and, and we realize it's worth the, you know, no pain, no gain almost, and, you know, that, that saying from years ago. You know, it's interesting is, you know, because, you know, we're on the bridge. I mean, it's a Christian base station, and it's like the reality is if you're living by faith, absolutely. Why are we worrying so much? That's So, you know, when we're thinking in terms of that, which is, who are we being? So when we think we're in control of it and everything else, who are we being? Yep. Okay. Is that our scarcity mentality? It's almost, you know, um, we have a good friend, uh, David, I say is Peter. And Peter says, well, ego kicks in, which is ego in his terms stands for easing God out. Yep. So as soon as my ego gets in the way that as well, if I can it. control everything, I've eased God out. And all of a sudden I'm living in that scarcity fear-based, I'm anxious, I have all that going on, rather than being a little bit more faith-based, which is I have that view of abundance. Um, I know God wants the best for me, okay? Yeah. And just knowing that he's got a plan, I just got to go through with the plans. I got to implement, I got to do whatever it is that he wants me to do. And I know it won't always be comfortable. There you go. That's yeah. right. And, and when we think of that, you know, you can go back to Moses, and it, was, it wasn't comfortable. No, it wasn't. <laughs> you know, it was like you go back to any of them, it was never done out of comfort. It's always uncomfortable at first before you have the progress and the breakthroughs. So as we're looking at this weekend and we're talking about it, that's really what it's coming down to. Yep. And it's it's always worth it, Frank. So very good. You know. So for all of our listeners, you know, you've been listening to Discovering Responsible Wealth, our 
guest today, again, David Suki. This is Frank Congelos. And we've been talking about throughout the course of our program, really Thanksgiving a little bit, you know, and we've been talking about our freedoms. So I know a lot of people are celebrating all different ways, so we're going to suggest a few different things as we start wrapping up our show. So the first thing we're going to recommend is make sure you're being safe out there. No, no drinking, driving, no blowing off firecrackers or anything like that that could put you or your family or anybody else at risk. We're going to recommend to you that you really come from the perspective of abundance. There's enough to go around. Be positive. Be confident. Be content. But growth comes when you're not comfortable. <laughs> Keep that in mind. For our next week's show, it's going to be part two on our property and casualty questions with Richard Houseworth of World Insurance. And we wish all of our listeners a truly blessed week. If you have questions, you could write to us at the Institute of Responsible Wealth, 2431 Atlantic Avenue, Manasquan, New Jersey, or email us at info at ifrw.com. Thank you. Have a blessed week.